This week's episode of The Backseat Filmmakers is brought to you by the movie Central Intelligence, starring Kevin Hart and The Rock. Brought to you by the man who made films such as Dodgeball and We're the Millers in theaters now. As always, spoilers are ahead, so watch out! Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, it's uh, at TVTG and at... At uh, Director Will... Of course, Will Freeman, Weep Dog, Ghost Dick. For sure. Um, anyway, so we just saw Central Intelligence. What'd you think? Did you like it, Teach? I did like it, actually. Um, I really liked The Rock in it. Me too. <laughs> Me too. And yes, I did call him The Rock. I know he's Dwayne Johnson, but he's always The Rock to me. There was a great uh, And the he rock was joke, awesome. Dude. They had a great Rock joke, especially, yeah, in the post-credits. <laughs> Yeah, I was in the post credit. Then so Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart just kind of goofed him at one point, and it was pretty good in the post credits. But Will, what did you think? I loved it. My only problem, like, my only problem was there just weren't enough jokes. Like, there were a lot of great jokes, but I don't know. There were action scenes, and I guess we were talking about it a little bit. We're really used to and uh, in love with Edgar Wright movies. Um, if you're not familiar with Edgar Wright, think Scott Pilgrim, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz The World's End, and honestly, even think Ant-Man. If you've seen that and you've seen those other movies, he worked on that script for a long time, and you can feel him all up on that movie. Anyway, Edgar Wright aside. Yeah, and his his action scenes are so funny and... Uh, so are Jackie Chan's, and so oh, are... Oh, Jackie Chan's are hilarious. And, yeah, and so are... So, so good. Yeah, and so it's just like, when you see an action scene in something like this, and it's not even... They don't even, like, try to be funny, like, in any way. Like, Kevin Hart is literally just running through a parking lot. Like, you, know, like, like you, you can have a dope action scene and have it be funny yeah. at the same time. We've seen it be done um, a couple times, and, like, think about a movie like The Other Guys... They don't do it every single time, but they do try to throw in jokes more in their action sequences than this movie does. Yeah, in the scenes. In the scenes, they incorporate it. And I do. The thing that bugged me was I saw points where I felt like I could have pitched a joke during those action scenes. Like there were moments where you're like, they could have done something funny there. You felt it. Yeah, you, you were just like, felt that's like where it could have been. That's where it could have yeah. been. Yeah, it was like, oh, that guy didn't like say a line. Like right. that guy didn't have like a quip or something. Like, and uh, and don't get me wrong, it was a funny movie. It's really I, funny. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. And once again, I um, to be honest, I love Kevin Hart's stand up, and I've never really been a huge fan of his movies, but I liked this one a lot, and I love. Uh, his play with The Rock. His performance was so patient. They're so good together. They're so good. Um, and I can't they, wait to watch it they, again. They do great that. physical comedy between the two of them. Um, it's hilarious. And uh, I can't get over how funny I thought The Rock was, to be honest. He was slaying me, dude. Um, but they do this great thing with The Rock. And, uh, of course, as always, there's going to be a disclaimer at the beginning of this, but they do this great thing in the movie, and I wanted to talk to you about this, Will. Yeah. Where you're never quite sure um, if he's crazy or not. That's true. <laughs> like, it takes a really long time, and, like, there are times where you're like, okay, finally, we put that to rest, and then they're like, did we put that to rest? Yeah, it comes It's really kind of up. interesting how they do that, 
And um, but throughout it, no matter what, you like The Rock, so you're always still kind of ruining them. It's very close to a co a co protagonist Nick movie. Very close. Probably the closest comedy co protagonist movie I've seen in a long time. But um, I want to get your take on that kind of stuff, Will. The only thing. <laughs> that I didn't fully buy about the co- about the co-protagonist thing was uh, The Rock loving Kevin Hart that much. Did you see what he did? Um, he just gave him a jacket. Right, but um, he was the only one who didn't laugh when I was naked and was had a weird dick or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I get it. Like Kevin Hart reached out to him. He was the coolest kid in his high school, and he gave him a Letterman jacket. So I get that. Um, you know what was funny? But what? When um, Weird Dick, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson was writing to Kevin Hart on Facebook Messenger um, in the middle of this conversation he's having on the phone with his wife. Um, and actually, that Kevin Hart story was actually really interesting about how um, in high school he was sort of the man and now he was an accountant. I guess that's... I actually like it a lot and yeah. I loved his wife. I um, loved her too. She had a great performance in it and I'm... Sorry, I don't know her name. In fact, if you would, well, I've never seen her name. IMDb else. her right now, so we can give her a proper shout out because she did great. I'm gonna wear this dress and make everyone jealous. <laughs> she was funny. That's the thing is, like, people don't write funny roles for like like this movie could have had such a like typical like role for like Kevin Hart's wife, and it would have been so bland. But instead, they made it a funny role, which I feel like movies don't do enough. It was v- very well plotted. I don't know. They made her a character worth having. She had good lines. She contributed. She wasn't just a plot device. And because of that, she wasn't bland. I don't know. I liked her. I liked her, too. Here's IMDb. All right. We got it. Let him have it. It's Danielle... Nicolette. Um, she was raised in a working class Ohio town. Okay, well, that's just a short bio. Um, <laughs> so learn more Wikipedia or I don't know Google. Okay, we don't we don't need to go into all this. <laughs> this will be the post the post show. No. Okay. Um. Okay. So. Yeah, but like I don't know, like the. At some moments, because the stakes were really high, they saved the world, um, you know. But like, it's it. It was kind of. I almost like realized that after the fact. I was like, "Oh, they just saved the world." Yeah. It was kind of weirdly. You know, because you were so confused the whole time about whether the rock was crazy or not. Right. You couldn't think about the plot. You're yeah. You couldn't really think about what the stakes were because you were just trying to figure out how you felt yeah. some of the time. Yeah, and like, and he dude. At one point, he pops up as their therapist, right? And it's one of the funniest scenes ever. It's really funny, and I, and it's good. But you're like, whoa, okay. It's slightly like, <sighs> it's goofy. I'd call it a straight comedy except for the fact that its action sequences aren't funny yeah if it did funny action sequences it would be a straight comedy yes but it failed at that part and that's where it falls into just the pure action genre which there's nothing wrong with well no but it was perplexing because the action wasn't dope right it was just subpar 
Exactly. It was just like, the problem is we see so much cool action all the time. Like we get a new Transformers movie every two years. We get Fast and the Furious with The Rock and with other people. The and Russo like, Bros. The Russo Bros are crushing it with Marvel. We have Marvel movies for for every summer now. You know, it's like yeah. we see a lot of explosions as moviegoers. So it's like if you're gonna do it in a comedy, you might as well make it funny because you know you can't make it as dope as they are. Right. So make it hilarious. Right. And it's just like, come on, the joke should rule all. It should. It should. And once again, don't get me wrong, I laughed really hard at a lot of parts of this movie, and a lot of times I heard the audience laugh too. Oh, yeah, man. Because the performances were amazing. Dude, the dude, the guy in the office who kept getting tasered. Oh, that guy was. Yeah, you know, I was, I was sad we didn't get a bring back of him in like the second half of the film. Though I would have loved to see him just one more time. One more time. He deserved it. One more. He did. He did. He was funny. <laughs> you just hated him so much, but he was so funny. Oh yeah, he thought that. Um, the like federal marshal CIA lady was actually a hired stripper <laughs> right. for the office party. Right. Yeah, and he was a- very vocal about that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Oh, and funny shout out, who, um, executive producer Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Very um, and if you don't know who Ed Helms Ed Helms is, he's Andy from The Office. And, um, um, aka uh, the dude from the dentist from The Hangover. What's his name in those movies? I don't know. Some of the generic, like Steve Allen. No, Alan that's is, one um, of them. Galvanakis. And, um, also the new Chevy Chase in Vacation. All right, well, yeah, nobody's not the new Chevy Chase because Chevy Chase is the new Chevy Chase Vacation. Well, I guess that would make him the same Chevy Chase, just older. They're doing another one. No, in Vacation with Ed Helms, he goes and sees his dad, who is Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah. Ed Helms rusty. is playing, uh, like, the fourth reincarnation of Rusty. Oh, he's Rusty. Um, yeah, and dude, Leslie... Oh, Ed Helms is hey, Rusty. And Leslie Mann's in that movie, <laughs> and Christina Applegate. That movie should have been dope. I watched the first half and was not too pleased. Yeah, the swamp scene. Though. It was like, mm, not so, not so good. The swamp scene perplexes me because if they were in that swamp, that shit swamp, yeah, they would know because it would, it would smell. It just wasn't grounded. It just wasn't grounded. Was but just... I do like Ed Helms. So do I. Um, he's a great singer. Oh, he's fa- he plays the banjo second to Kermit the Frog and none other. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Steve Martin actually. Steve <laughs> Martin's pretty dope too. You ever seen that fool on a fiddle? Yeah, dude. It's like. Oh, very lovely. Yeah. It's like soothing. All right, back to Central Intelligence. Okay. So. Okay. So, uh, okay. Directed by the same guy who directed Dodgeball. Are we positive on that? Can you look it up? Cause oh, I absolutely I, positive. Dude, because the name didn't look familiar Rostin for some Marshall reason. Marshall Thurber. Um, well, now it sounds familiar. <laughs> it just is like, um, it just is him. He also made We're the Millers. So Goose. Shout out, Jason. Jodo. Oh, dude, Jennifer Aniston. And Shout he also out. made some sort of movie called The Mysteries of Pittsburgh. Yeah, but 
Oh, yeah, it is dodgeball. Yeah, I, I mean, Terry. And, of course, easy A. I don't think he directed that. What do you have to do with it, then? I don't know. What's his name? Ro- oh. So he didn't, you, he didn't direct the expert. He, Rostin Marshall, the Herber. He must have been like a EP or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Have you seen that, Easy A? Um, yeah. Is it good? I like it. I saw it in high school, though, which was many moons ago. So I like Emma. Uh, who doesn't? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's from the director of Dodgeball. So, I mean, he brought us White Goodman out of Ben Stiller. Uh, he's worked with Jason Sudeikis. He's worked with tons of funny people. And he does a great job. This is a great buddy. Like, as far as, like, buddy comedies go, this is a pretty good buddy comedy. Yeah. Comedy. Not quite. Definitely one of the better ones to come out recently. Not quite 21 Jump Street. No. You know? Not quite 22 Jump Street. Not quite 22. (laughs) And 22 Jump Street isn't quite 21 Jump Street, (laughs) in case people at home are trying to imagine my charts of Jump Streets. Not quite Rush Hour, not quite Rush Hour 2. Um, it could possibly be somewhere close to Rush Hour Three. <laughs> <laughs> Think Rush Hour Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's pretty solid, man. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's a pretty solid uh, review. I'm I mean, sure everyone completely understood that and is like, I get, I get it. Dude, America is very discerning. <laughs> You heard it here first. <laughs> okay, but here it is. Will, if you're going to suggest this movie to your little cousin who just turned... It's rated R, right? Who dirt, just turned 17. Do you recommend it? And why? Yes, because... It's really funny. But then go see Popstar. I would just say stream it online and then see Popstar. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't because I don't condone an illegal activity. Popstar should not have been a flop. Um, it'll, don't worry. It'll, fl- it'll come back. The coin will flop to the other side on demand. Yup. Yup. And then they'll be, they'll be making it rain. Yup. Digitally. The Lonely Island will rise. Shout out Popstar, even though it's out. Huge just for out. I, Dude, that was such a huge political weekend. It was right before the California primary. I think everybody was just distracted. I'm sorry, but this feels like the end of the podcast it if is. we're going to talk politics. Yeah, well, we're not talking politics. Yeah, yet. we out. <laughs> All right, see ya. <laughs>